0: You're listening to The Sports Moment. February 26th, 2024. Part of the Sports Moments and Memories with Craig Olson podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe so you never miss a sports moment. Sponsored by Pemberton Law. And Lake Area Docks and Lifts.
1: Well, it is tournament time, and several individuals have punched their tickets to their state tournament appearance in their respective winter sports, and a number of area kids will be headed to the Twin Cities this week for wrestling and swimming and diving. Let's take a look at the qualifiers starting on the swimming and diving side, and the Otter Boys swim team has qualified six individuals and two relays. For the state meet at the Gene K. Freeman Aquatic Center on the campus of the University of Minnesota. The event starts on Thursday and goes through Saturday. And we had a chance to visit with head coach Randy Hansen a little earlier today about the, the motivation that his guys had going into the championship day on Saturday at Alexandria.
2: Yeah, you know, and you can't help with you know the energy of a section. You know, I don't care if it's the section final basketball or hockey or whatever, but a section final anything. You know, the energy of the building is just off the charts, and so the guys fit on that. And then to have the the medley relay make it to state right away and set the tone, and then it was just on from there. You know, so it was it was just a, it was just a great start to the meet, and then it just kept snowballing. And so, yeah, the boys really stepped up. You know, they you know they got the tech suits on. They you know a bunch of them shaved that they weren't doing on Friday, and so. Uh, you know, that kind of set the mindset, too, and it was uh, it was just a great performance all around.
1: Well, Matthew Toole and Reese Hansen are double event qualifiers. That doesn't happen a lot. Matthew will be competing in the 200 free and the 500 free, Reese in the 100 back and the 100 fly. And Coach Hansen said that they uh, both had outstanding days on Saturday.
2: Matthew had a, a really good chance, you know, if you had to – you know, pin me down, I would say probably, you know, that he could make it in the two and the five. Um, Reese, you know, the, the hundred fly was kind of a crapshoot between, you know, Jaden, Logan, Reese, and a couple other guys that could have, you know, made it to state in there. And so Reese snuck in from, from lane one, you know, and had just a really good last 25 when everybody else was dying and he just had a little bit more left in the tank. So that was a little surprising, but, you know, well-deserved for him, but yeah, I'd have, Anybody qualifying two individual events is, is you know, outstanding, and so, uh, you know, kudos to those two guys.
1: And how about freshman Jaden Kopinski? Qualified last year as an eighth grader in the two hundred IM. Well, he's going back as a ninth grader, and it doesn't happen too often where a ninth grader is making his second state tournament appearance.
3: Yeah, ninth
2: graders don't make it to state, really, you know, and and you know, especially eighth grader and then a ninth grader. So he's just. You know it's by the time you know he gets down there next year it's going to be you know, old hat. he's like i know how this all works and i know how this you know what the feel is like and i know what the pool is like and you know that's just such invaluable valuable experience you know because the message to the guys is you know we're you know just get used to this because you know you're going to be good here for a couple more years and you need to uh you know just expect that you're going to be back down here so the fact that he got eighth grade experience and now ninth grade too and you know and he's swimming in the two relays also which is just just huge so uh, yeah, he's he's a, he's a hard-working kid, and it's, it's, a, it's a good uh You know, nice for him to make it again.
1: And in his final section meet, senior Logan Rott was able to fight his way through a tough field in the 100 breaststroke, which included some of his own teammates, to get that third-place finish and a berth at state.
2: So, you know, it came down to, you know, that, that third spot was kind of a, you know, could have went to anybody also, and Ethan Strand he was right behind him, and I, you know, it kind of looking on paper like it was going to be a battle between those two. And, you know, I told coach Zolzo, I said, I, geez, I want, you know, I want one of our guys to win, but if I had, you know, or, or to make it, but if I had to pick anybody, I want Logan just because he's a senior. And you just always want seniors to qualify as individuals. And, you know, and one of the images I had all in my head all year was last year when Logan, his only shot was in the 200 free relay. And then that got dequeued. And so, you know, just watching him sit on the deck, just dejected. It just was you know, pretty, pretty tough to watch. And so to have him make it in the medley was huge. And then make it individually in the 100 breast and, you know, come close on the fly, but make it in the 100 breast is, is is just really awesome. And a testament to his hard work and dedication. And so he just, he just loved to have those seniors go out on a high note like that.
1: Well, the otters had a great start to the meet when they qualified in the 200 medley relay and kind of set the tone for the whole day. And then they concluded the meet with an outstanding 400 freestyle relay where they dropped ten seconds from the prelims to the finals, and I asked Coach Hansen, "How do you do that?"
2: The the tech suits and stuff and the mentality helps a, a lot, um, you know, and the fact that um, you know Alec was closing pretty good, and they had two guys that swam, you know, their last two legs. One was one went a forty seven something, one went a forty eight something. So that's tough to that's tough to compete with. So they were out in front, and then it was a battle between us and. Melrose Center and I think I was standing next to the Melrose coaches and I think they were a little surprised that we were pulling on them and then pulling ahead of them their body language wasn't great and it wasn't going to cost them the meet and they knew they were going to go to state but they thought for sure they were going to get second and so to watch them kind of go what is going on was was pretty awesome and yeah and so uh you know the Jaden to drop a, a 49 that he'd never swam a 49 split in his life and to, to drop one of those you know to to get third uh or to get second was uh was fantastic and so yeah they they just they just swam so well. Uh, Landon Vadiva with a great leadoff. you know. Matthew dropped a 50 point, which was huge, and then Reese, you know, surged ahead of the Melrose guy, you know, and with his best splits ever. And then uh, then the Jaden just pounded home. Was uh, that was great, you know? And those guys are, you know, they're the you know, oldest ones are sophomores, so that's that group's going to be around for a while. And I know they're eyeing the school record, which is a 315, and that's not out of the question. You know, probably not this year, but that's that's not out of the question by the time they get older.
1: And, Randy, what's your message now as you head to state this week as far as what uh, you expect from your kids?
2: Well, you know, I think the message is, you know, we're, we're not happy just to get an invite to the party anymore. You know, there, there are some years when you're like, okay, you know, we stuck in at the very last minute, you know, and we'll, you know, we're will we sitting, you know, 18th, 19th, 20th, you know, and only top 16 go. But we got a lot of guys. Matthew is 13th right now in both of his 200 and 500. Reese is 11th in his, uh, in his backstroke um you know jaden's got i think he's about 16th i think or 17th in the in the 100 fly uh you know logan's got some work to do in the breast and reese got some work to do in the fly um uh, but um you know the um you know the foreign free relay is right in there you know 14 15 16 somewhere in there right so you know we've got legit chances to make it to finals and that's that's the goal um you know to swim on the, on the second day and so you you aren't going to be happy just being there anymore. So you need to, you know, show up and, and, uh, and swim hard. So, and I think they will, I think they will, that Matthew had that mentality last year and dropped some time in finals. And that was, that was great. So we're just going to continue to pound that message home and uh, hopefully have a, have a good state meet too.
1: Randy Hanson, head coach of the Otter boys swimming and diving team with six individuals and two relay teams headed to state Landon Vadova, Matthew Toole, Reese Hansen and Jaden Kopinski make up that uh, 400 freestyle relay team that will be competing along with the uh, 200 medley relay team of Reese Hansen, Ethan Strandy, Logan Rott, and Jaden Kopinski. Should be a fun few days uh, down in the Twin Cities. And these guys, most of them are really young. They're underclassmen and uh, they'll be back competing uh, for uh, more state tournament appearances in the next couple of years. Well, Pemberton Law carries a legacy of trustworthy and reputable legal representation dating back to 1883, and they serve you from four locations around the area, Fergus Falls, Wadena, Detroit Lakes, and Alexandria, and you can visit them online also at pemlaw.com we're almost at the end of february and we've had uh, real spring weather and i know we're supposed to get a little snow here it's tournament time remember so we'll be getting some weather before the end of uh, winter but with the early spring onset and golf courses opening and ice not taken to the lakes at all this winter uh the folks at lake area docks and lifts are excited and they know you're excited to get things going with the uh, summer fun on the water and we'll be, maybe get an earlier start than usual uh, this year and they want to remind you they serve you from five locations across the lakes area that's lake area docks and lifts well we talked about the swimmers from fergus falls who have qualified for that state meet how about the wrestling competitors from around the area and in section 6a the west central area ashby brandon evansville knights have always been a a strong team and a force to be reckoned with at tournament time and there's uh, no doubt that this is uh, the same this year they have four individual champions now they did not make it to state as a team that's bertha hewitt verndale parker's prairie which is a really strong team as well But I talked with head coach Brandon Gruco of the Knights about the tough section competition that his team faced this past weekend.
3: The health of the the section is definitely doing really good. We got lots of participants, a lot of full brackets. Um, You know, we had some great things happen and um, some things that we wish we could go back and redo. But that's 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 how sections go. It happens every year, you know, extreme highs to extreme lows.
1: At 127 pounds, Owen Gruko has over 40 wins this season, and he won his championship in a sudden victory match. It was not easy. Well, um, it was definitely a
3: pretty uh, uneventful match for him. You know, up until the very end, he ended up scoring, you know, his eight points in probably less than 50 seconds of the whole match. And so he was down, but he found a way to win, and I guess, you know, when you're not wrestling the best and you still find a way to win, that's uh, good enough, especially when it's a ride at state tournament.
1: Owen beat Oren Hart from Bertha Hewitt Verndale Parker's Prairie in that championship match in sudden victory and turned it on after a kind of a, a lackluster start to that championship match. He finished with a flurry and the victory and will compete at state. Adam Losey at 145 had a couple of lopsided technical fall wins in the quarters and the finals. But then he uh, he had a tight one for the championship.
3: Yeah, Adam Adam actually wrestled one of the best tournaments I've ever seen him wrestle. Might be might have been the best tournament I've ever seen him wrestle. Just he was very focused and ready to go. And I think um, just knowing you know that it's his senior year and his last opportunity to do this, he he definitely made things happen and, and wrestled extremely well.
1: And Jeremy Blasik at one eighty nine was the champion uh, with a tough decision in that title match.
3: Yeah. He just kept chipping away just like Jeremy does. You know, he's always good about, uh, staying in pretty decent position and and just scoring points when he needs to. And he can keep a close match with anybody out there. And when he gets on fire and starts hitting some takedowns, he, uh, he can beat anybody. And he, he did that. And it was, it was a very fun night for him. Definitely a very fun and emotional kid too. So you got to see his excitement, uh, as he, as he captured that section title, which was pretty cool, too.
1: Senior Will Rustan has been doing it all year, where he finishes matches strong for his team. In fact, he has uh, had a record of 40-6 and six going into the uh, section tournament, and he recorded three more pins in the section tournament on the way to the championship, just what Coach Gruco thought his senior would do.
3: Yeah, and that's how you want it your senior year, you know? that's what it should be like when you when you put in enough time which will has done over the years and and wrestled you know all over the country and and you know did the things that's how the senior year you know you want it to go and so i think he's just confident composure and um, knowing what he wanted he yeah he didn't make it look easy but he did the hard work to make that happen
1: So Brandon, you're taking four individuals as champions to the state class A meet. What are the goals that you have for these guys? And where do you feel your strongest chances lie to a place high?
3: Everybody's wrestling somebody who's been beat down there, you know? And so, um, we, we want, we want all those participants just to go down there and wrestle like, like they can, you know? And I, I I would love to see them all come home with a medal and, um, you know, we've never really had that happen before, but that's that's always the goal. And um, you know, our, our our two wrestlers that are probably you know have seated been seated the best are, are Owen and Will. And so, um, you know, they're they're set up in the bracket as a a seatable wrestler. And so, hopefully, they at least you know bring home medals for sure. We we always want all of them. And then we got Lucia Wales, who is our first time ever a uh, women's state participant as well, who is going to be competing, and she actually is sitting in a pretty good spot to bring home a, a medal.
1: Brandon Gruco, head coach of the West Central Area Ashby, Brandon Evansville Knights. Good luck to all the champions, the section champions from the Knights who are going to be competing at state. Now, a lot of other kids from around the area are head to state as well. Undertale Central's Cale Rich will wrestle at 285. Danny Salazar's at the other end of the spectrum. He'll wrestle at 107. He's from Pelican Rapids. Border West has three competitors. Gunnar Hennessy at 133. Jude Olson at 145. Brody Nachbar at 172. And Purim in AA has Chandler Mickelson at 133. Tegan Detloff at 139. Johnny Ramos at 145. Carson Byer at 152, and Hudson Hackle at 215. And Frazee is sending six wrestlers. Liam Ham at 121, Bailey Peichel at 145, Tyler Moe at 152, Cade Nagel at 160, Preston Mayfield at 172, and Jack Graham at 189. Over the weekend, Avery McAllister from Purim captured first place in the Class A vault competition at the state gymnastics meet with a very impressive score of 9.8125. Not too far from a a perfect score on the vault. Avery was also third in floor exercise, 12th in the all-around competition. Michelle Lamau from Fergus Falls placed 19th on the beam at the Class A state gymnastics event. This week, the high school girls' basketball playoffs will begin. There are a couple of qualifying uh, games tonight in uh, Section 6A in the north half and the south half of the section. Battle Lake is at Norman County East Eulin hittedall and Lake Park Audubon at Henning in the north. And in the south, it's Ashby at Parker's Prairie and Ortonville at Benson. Top teams in the north. Seating wise are Park Christian, Underwood, Hillcrest, and Ada Borup West. They will all get first round home games on Thursday in the quarterfinals, with Hillcrest playing New York Mills, or playing Rotsay, rather, and Ada Borup West playing New York Mills. The other two matchups will be determined by the playoff results tonight. And in the South, Hancock is number one, Breckenridge two, West Central area three, Brandon Evansville four. So they will all host first round games on Thursday night. And the other teams are playing tonight for those final two spots in the uh, quarterfinals. Wheaton Herman Norcross got number five and Clinton Graceville Beardsley number six. So the Warriors will play at Brandon Evansville Thursday and Clinton Graceville Beardsley will be in Barrett to play West Central area then the outcome of tonight's games will determine the opponents for Hancock and Breckenridge. It's also the final week of the regular season for the high school boys teams around the state. They will open the playoffs next week. And Cam Christie led the Gophers with 14 points at Nebraska yesterday. Dawson Garcia had 10 points and 8 rebounds. And Parker Fox came off the bench to finish with 8 points and a team-high 9 rebounds. But Minnesota fell 73 to 55 to Nebraska as Nebraska improved to 17 and 1 at home including an unblemished 9 and 0 record in league play. The Gophers will now travel to Champaign, Illinois for an o'clock tip-off Wednesday against number 12 the Fighting Illini. And that'll do it for our podcast today. Thanks for joining us. Busy week of state tournament action. We'll keep you up to date on all of it as we continue to follow the area teams. And what a great turnout, too, it was on Saturday for Rex Haugen as they dedicated the court at Pelican Rapids in his name, Rex Haugen Court at Al Siegley Activity Center at the Pelican Rapids Public School. Lots of former players, lots of coaches Rex coached against over the years, and tons of basketball fans and Pelican Rapids fans from all through Rex's 31 years of coaching were on hand to honor his legacy as Pelican Rapids head coach. Thanks for joining us. Have a great start to the week.
0: You've been listening to The Sports Moment with Craig Olson. Sponsored by Pemberton Law and Lake Area Docks and Lifts. Produced by Sunroom Lab. Music by Blue Red Roses. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and thanks for listening.